Hello, listeners. This is Accountable Love. I'm Aziz. I'm Jerry. And today we're going to talk about, you know, positive groups and how people have a negative stick. It has a negative stigma on positive groups, whether it be a religious group, whether it be a group of friends that kind of do similar things or, you know, people that give back to the community, whether it's, what is it called? Um, Tenant Patrol. Tenant, <laughs> Tenant Patrol. Patrol. Oh. Or, you know, the PTA at a school, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the togetherness or oneness seems to come off as cultish or fake or unrealistic i think that that's the issue that people don't really believe that a group of people can get along together for one common goal and make sure that they don't lose sight of that goal and they move in a positive direction to get there i think people don't really um they underestimate the power of community honestly because that's what it all boils down to and um i think that outside looking in when a lot of people are not in a good place or they have like a lot of luggage because they have trust issues um they look at those type of groups and they just don't think that it's even realistic like how could or you know a group of friends be able to interact with each other the way that they do without a whole lot of drama like we call ourselves the village obviously it's stemming off the fact that it takes a village to raise children but it takes this village to raise the community so we kind of call ourselves the village because we are kind of like-minded individuals that are like working towards the same goal but we bring we bring the reality of faith and of love being our you know our foundation and trying to you know make it a reality so a lot of people when they see love they look at it as just a spiritual you know me oblivious word that they really can't define Mm -hmm. but it you know we're trying to give it a definition because people do need visuals you know people need an example of what they are expected to model or a role they expected to, to show and well, we operate like a family, and I think that the prop, the, the issue that people have with that is we're not family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they think because we're not family, we shouldn't have this deep connection or ties to one another or this level of dedication or loyalty to one another because we're not blood. But we, you know, the thing about family is we don't, cho- we don't choose our family members. They're people that we are pretty much stuck with or not. You know, like we're put in a situation where we're born into certain, certain families, mm-hmm. and we are we are raised to believe that we have to continue to have relationships forever with these people because they're family. So the village is basically, you know, it consists of four people that don't um that decided to create a family like environment with friends. Well they you know we're not gonna before Jerry actually punked me and took the mic. Um. I was trying to explain <laughs> it has nothing to do with the amount of people. It's just you know it's, it, it is like minded people like habits, like behaviors, have a great understanding of purpose and how to raise, you know, how to raise our children and being on the same page. Now, it just takes working at it every day. It's not like something that like, you know, you read a scripture or you have, you know, you have a, a biblical understanding of it. It's just coming to coming to the table with your best and putting it out there and seeing if it really measures up to your best. So like, you know, for example, you know, Jerry may have a hard day at work. And she may give us a scenario of what went on at work. Now, our job is to assess the scenario and be impartial, meaning not just, yo, girl, you know, yeah, that she wrong. She shouldn't be coming at you because we have a, you know, a love int- or a love for Jerry. We really want to have understanding and assess and give her, her best, her be- have her best foot forward. So that takes pointing out where she may have went wrong. Even if it's a small percentage, it, it takes doing that. So like the village is like people working together and navigating through the world to make sure that, you know, we are wealthy in love. You know what I mean? 
So like we don't have the income of a real wealthy, you know, a bunch of wealthy people. But let's say Jerry needs a bedroom set, you know, and for her pockets, it would be crazy Yeah. for five people to put a hundred dollars in. It would yeah. take less from our pockets mm-hmm. and, and she- provide her the bedroom set ASAP. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, obviously, a bedroom set don't cost five hundred dollars, but that's just a scenario. It's like it's putting in, yeah. It's like putting in, like whoever needs the big item. It's like putting some money aside to make sure that that person um, gets the item, and we all it don't break the person's pockets. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about you know, like we may see a you know see somebody's kid going wrong. It's having an understanding that I can actually pull the kid to the side and have a discussion without Absolutely. the parent actually having to feel like they have to step in it's it's you know it's it's coming together and knowing that there's a bunch of voices to raise a child now yeah, and to raise this these children now in general it's you know navigating knowing- through the world and seeing you know and seeing different like we watch shows and we watch movies and we talk about events that happen and current events and and actually seeing where we would fit in the ideas we believe in so Jerry may have a different view on something. I may have a different view on something. And it's actually coming together to see how our views could actually merge and make one big view that will benefit the whole. Well, also understanding like when you have, when there are children involved, knowing that you have your child around other adults that are going to make the same decisions you would make. Definitely. And may not necessarily actually before they make that decision, but you guys are always so much on the same page that they are empowered to make certain decisions and fill me in on the decision that was made. Or if my daughter went wrong somewhere and they had to, you know, talk to her about certain things or she got in trouble, they're telling me what happened, what they did, where they stand, and what to do going forward. And I'm following, and I'm just going to follow their lead because they already made the decision. Definitely. And it's it's understanding that they have not only my daughter's best interest at heart, but mine as well. And they And we're so much on the same page that it's not anything outside of what I wouldn't do either. Well, and that's our understanding, meaning we already were, you know, very positive people. But then when you look at, let's say I always use a scenario of two crackheads having a relationship. You know what I mean? Their relationship is based on the fact that they use drugs. When somebody now tries to go and get something better, let's say they join a religious structure or they join AA or some form of drug rehab, then they now are getting clean. So now they're going to, in turn, try to encourage their quote-unquote buddy or friend to get clean. Once their friend doesn't want to get clean, the relationship will be strained mm-hmm. because one person made a move in the right direction. But it's funny, you know, that person now will question or get together with other people that may have been using drugs as well, on drugs as well, and look up to this person. We look at this person like they betrayed them, like they are being brainwashed or they're being because it's something positive it's something benefiting them and they were stuck in this understanding Mm -hmm. and you know it's funny how like we'll call those things like you know i'm not into organized religion but i do understand why it has its place you know i mean it's for people who really need something to follow that can't govern themselves Mm -hmm. you know there's certain people that are born they have a great tool they have an understanding they are able to learn from their environment govern themselves make sure that they hold themselves to a high standard they, you know, they basically can believe in the golden rule and they don't need, you know, that that quote unquote structure to do that, to do the right thing. There's other people that will need that structure that they, you know, they're more visual learners, yeah. they're more, you know, community learners. So they need that type of community, that type of 
group, that type of relationship with or the higher power God, whether it be God, you know, I believe in God, but Jesus or Muhammad or whatever, you know, whatever they choose, there are religious structures, but if they're doing good or the religion is now allowing that person to do good or increase their life and they're becoming more disciplined and discipline is a big part of why people yeah. look at it as a cult mm-hmm. or look at it as this person is being brainwashed yeah. because they are now becoming more disciplined and it does take discipline to actually coexist me actually change this world or actually do something great in this world mm-hmm. or better in this world Emotion. because you need to stay focused you're going to be judged for drinking smoking mm-hmm. doing all that other stuff you're when they actually got clean and you're just for not smoking <laughs> and that's what people don't see so that's yeah, so, that goes back to like, my do you ever there's never a time like i don't i hardly ever drink i mean the last time i drank i had one drink on my birthday and it damn near put me to sleep but you know no one ever no one is ever asking when i was drinking no one was like damn you're drinking but you know when i when now that i'm not drinking it's like damn you're drinking water why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I mean, most of them are drinking though, right? Mm-hmm. Because nobody that doesn't drink is asking you that. Yeah, no. So that's what I'm saying. That's what we are talking about, about like-minded, mm-hmm. yeah, like-minded people. So when you're the person outside a group, you're outcast whether you're the good person in, in a bad group or you're the bad person in, in a good, good group. group. Yeah. You're outcast regardless. You know what I mean? So you do have to find like-minded people. So that's what I was saying. Like, it's funny how, you know, I, I wrote a quote on Facebook. And basically, or just a thought on Facebook, basically saying it's funny when people do, when people come together for a positive reason and stay in that positive reason and are dedicated to that reasoning and like-minded, they are called a cult. Mm-hmm. But you're, when you pop in bottles or passing a blunt in the cipher, you're called friends and family. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's amazing. It's mm-hmm. amazing the world we live in. And like, everybody's so quick not to want to judge or not want, not want to put place. Judgment judgment on somebody that they're willing to do all these things to hinder their bodies or all these things to you know whether they're having sex and doing all this extra stuff just not just not to look judgmental yeah you know what i mean i understand it has a bad stigma being judgmental is just all the time like not really looking at the other person's perspective well, pre-judging. but judging or yeah. prejudging but judging is just basically having a, a greater understanding of where you want to go and type people you want around you. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we are a group that's really predicated on being a, a, a positive group. You know what I mean? We do wake up every day to try to empower or enlighten one another or really push each other in the right direction. Whether, you know, and we argue all the time. I mean, it's hard to be around us sometimes because we always debating something that people seem, seem, see, see as trivial, but it's a step to the greater whole mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's just the, what you watch around you like i see all kinds of shows i see reality tv where the pe- people are tend tend to turn on the tv every day and watch somebody like have multiple women mm-hmm. with multiple kids and the women are arguing with the women but the man, the man is is yeah. kind of the victim yeah because mm-hmm. he doesn't know no better and he was raised in a certain environment and mm-hmm. he's a grown man like, when yeah. do people say, okay, he's a grown man? When he was a child, he went through all kinds of stuff. But now they do a whole I am a change my life moment where mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are, are destroyed. Yeah. And they're grown people as well. So they like perpetuate as- the same. I think like you can look in the mirror and say, listen, this is not the right thing to do. But yet, 
And I get it. Like, you know, it's one of those things, like I say, if a person can articulate why they may have baggage or why they may have these issues, then they can work on repairing, you know, where they went wrong or the past or whatever the case may be. So I think it's, it's you know, allowing these, you know, these people to take responsibility for where they went wrong. As soon as you can say why you went wrong, you should be able to take responsibility for Accountable it. Accountable love, man. So <laughs> I, think, but love. I think, you know, and... Society today, we allow those people to we get don't away hold, with that. We don't hold people accountable. Yeah, we don't. We yes, we don't I, hold people you know, accountable. We call it other okay, words. It's not okay that you know your mother was a crackhead and you was abused and molested and everything. That that stuff wasn't okay. Wasn't okay at all. But at the same time, like when you can, you know, realize that it was wrong, realize that people were toxic in your life, somebody robbed you of your innocence, you can't get that back. So all you could do is move forward. Definitely. And you have to look at. You have to try to find ways to move forward, because. You can't live for the rest of your life because it's not. You won't be living if you live for the rest of your life thinking about what was taken from you. It's all about learning. It's all about the faith of you know having an accountable love. Meaning, it's all about the faith of understanding. Why not wake up every day accountable for the choices you make? Meaning that all these things happen to you because somebody wasn't accountable for the choices mm-hmm. they made. Yes, somebody sir. was pushing their pushing their weight on you or their power on you. Mm-hmm. And then it made you feel like you didn't have power at all. Mm-hmm. So you was in this place of being disempowered. And now, at some point now, you're now disempowering other people. Yeah, You're now penalizing other people because you're too afraid to speak on these things. Or you're too afraid to actually heal from these things. Mm-hmm. Or actually have discussions. Or actually being judged. Or actually be look, actually look weak. But the first, I'm telling you, the strength comes from having the discussions. Yep. The strength comes from... Really wanting to be accountable for the things that happen to you and the things that you're doing based on the things that happen to you. Even if you're just avoiding contact with other people. Yeah. Just just like, yeah, you have your right not to talk to other people. But, you know, there are studies in place that say if you take a baby and, and put the baby in a dark room by itself, the baby dies. Mm-hmm. We were born to connect. Mm-hmm. We were born to have an understanding. So now when you see people working towards their working through their issues and trying to go to that next level. Yeah. A lot of people look at it as, you know, to be frank bullshit because they don't want to do the same thing. Yeah. And when you don't want to do the same, like I want to run a marathon. So I look at them. People's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I'm not spending my life running a marathon, but you could praise them and look and say, listen, congratulate them. Like, yo, do you put in a lot of dedication for that? Whether you'll do it or not. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to now make them crazy or make them Insane because we feel inadequate around them mm-hmm. or measuring measure to them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we do have to look at we do have to look at who we are. We do have to look at where we came from and we do have to look at where we're going to go. And that's where I always talk about past being the present. Searching for the future. You know, you always have to have that understanding, but it starts with a strong group. It starts with a strong yeah, with we, a positive group. Yeah, and it absolutely. starts with wanting more in your life. Like I used to be one of those people that used to chase. I, I used to run, I used to run through the week and couldn't wait for Friday because I lived for two days, three, well, Friday, I lived for Friday for the two days that came after. So yeah, I lived, there's seven days out the week and I lived for the three. Mm-hmm. And that, that was like, I was like a, a hamster in a hamster wheel. That's what it all boiled down to me. Just getting to, I just need to get to Friday. And that was my life until, you know, I changed my way of thinking. I changed the things I was doing. I replaced all my negative behaviors with positive behaviors. And now I have a totally different outlook on Monday through Friday. And actually, my favorite day of the week is actually Monday. 
And that because it's a start, it's a fresh start to every new week. You leave whatever you whatever you 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 ended your week with your work week on Friday. You can start new on Monday, and you start all over again. And you know, I was able to do that because I'm around other people that also have the same type of mentality as well. Part two is like you know to add to her story. I was a person who looked forward, you know, growing up young in the city kid, looked forward to drinking on the weekends. You know what I mean? Like that was the highlight. Monday. Sunday hangover mm-hmm. from Saturday, wake up Monday, going to school, waiting and like talking all week about what's gonna happen on Friday well, and Saturday Thursday, to drink. You kinda, we kind of started partying on Thursdays. Yeah, but you did. <laughs> oh, I mean, Miami. you might have been a little bit more of an alcoholic than me, I guess. But I'm saying Friday, I definitely knew. I had to get up in the morning. My mom's wasn't having that. So Friday, I would start Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, you know, hangover, going into Monday. But I spent the whole week talking about Saturday mm-hmm. or Friday. Like, we didn't talk about school and the book. I mean, we kind of talked about the girls in the school, mm-hmm. which kind of linked to the, <laughs> to the having a good time on Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now we were spending our time trying to get those girls that were going to actually hang out with us on Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was our motivation. Not, like, the learning portion of school. Not, like, the ambition of getting... A high school diploma and the ambition of getting to college and the ambition of and even if you don't go, want to go to school or college afterwards, it's no ambition of getting a great job. It was just in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that shoot, I was pop, more popular than anybody. You know what I mean? Doing that. Well, for the record, I didn't drink as early as you did, so <laughs> I, I would just put, put it out there. So yeah, my Thursdays didn't start till I was in my twenties. I don't know. He was drinking in high school that I was late, which is probably why he stopped drinking so early. But um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the truth is, you know, we chase these, we, 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 we go through life just chasing these days when, you know, there's seven days out the week, there's 365 days a year and we're, we're, we're chasing two. Like that's not even, that's not even a healthy mentality. But that's what, the, and then I'm glad you touched on that. Cause that goes back to why we actually had this podcast dealing with the fact that coming together in groups of positive people tend to look a little coldish and the mentality of that. Is because they're thinking for the future. They're actually mm-hmm. thinking of a faith. Because the future is not present. The future is not here. Mm-hmm. So you're actually thinking and you're actually building steps to actually have your foundation for the future. Mm-hmm. Having your foundation for generations to come. And when you think like that in a society that's so present or so past driven, it, it does come off as a little too spiritual and a little too, mm-hmm. you know, too far-fetched, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you do have to show how it relates to the present to ha- allow people to connect. Or but it looks as if you don't have any, like, hardship, right? So definitely. It looks as if because we're so positive about what's going on in life and just our glass is always half full, that it doesn't look like we have any hardships. But like you said, you know, we argue probably more than most people. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where it's not even easy for me to connect with a random person because they're like, why are we even talking about this? Definitely. So, you know, it's, 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 we have a, we have a, a really solid connection and um, we, because we are so positive about what we're, what's going on and thinking about the future and thinking about um, how we're going to get there, it, it, People think that we don't have any issues or we don't have any hardship. Like uh, a person that I work with basically told me that Mondays is my favorite day of the week because I don't do anything over the weekend. He told me that I don't 
that on Sundays I do nothing. Mind you, Sunday, Sunday is the busiest day of the weekend for me. That's when I do almost everything. So mm-hmm. I don't sit still on Sundays. And I don't really sit st- I mean, there's moments of sitting still on Saturdays, but for the most, I'm, I'm up and out. I'm at my productive. house all day. Productive. I'm productive. So You can take pride in being productive. Exactly. So when he said that you must not do anything on Sunday, I thought that that was like the funniest thing ever because I do everything on Sunday. So, but because I come to work on Monday so excited and just about starting a brand new work week, he just assumed that I didn't have any hardship or that I must like lay up all day on Sunday. That's why I'm prepared for Monday. But the funny thing is the guy that came to work hungover or that had that long weekend, he kind of look at that person as having a long weekend because he's dreading Monday Mm -hmm. or she's dreading Monday. Mm -hmm. So that, I mean, that's the point we're making. Like we live in a society that actually supports the criminal or i mean i'm not going to even call them criminals because it's you know it's legal to drink but supports the person that is just living in the moment Mm -hmm. more than the person that's preparing for the future because they're more relatable honestly i think the the minute that i changed my mentality the less relatable i became the less the harder it was for me to kind of connect with people definitely that's what it that's what it, it it kind of now down to so i guess you know when we look at this podcast it's probably for people who I think long-term understanding, long-term relationships, long-term, you know, long-term commitments, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that they will be able to relate and learn and like strengthen and know that there's other people out there like them. I also think it's for people who are tired of, you know, tired of just living in the moment and yeah, coming up with the same, mm-hmm. with the same circle, circle of motion. You know? it, gets, it gets old. It's not as fulfilling. Like I'm living my most fulfilled life now and that's, you know, and I do way less than I did back, like five years ago. And what I do now is a lot more rewarding for me than it was. And, I, you know, it's because I changed my mentality. My glass is always half full as opposed to half empty. Um, you know, I'm faced with issues every single day. But it's my, it's the way that I deal with my issues and the way that I deal with the conflict that makes me, and because I deal with it in a more positive way, I'm able to overcome it easier faster and do i take hits sometimes yeah absolutely but because i i think of things in a different way i'm I, i'm able to get a different outcome or a better outcome and I, you know and that's definitely and i think overall you want to you want to look at you know i seen a i was watching a movie the other day where this guy this guy like you know poured the like all these people's pouring the cup you know they're like social drinkers and there's one guy in the group that's alcoholic so one guy is like, well, why y'all, like, y'all supposed to be his friend? Why y'all pouring him a drink? Mm-hmm. And everybody else is looking at this guy like, you're messing up the high. Like, you're messing up our time by mm-hmm. bringing this up. But the thing is, they don't mind killing this person. Yeah. And then later on, in the actual sh- movie, the person is, like, suffering from the effects of the alcohol alcoholism. And now all of them people are gone, and this person is left to take care of the person or the person is, you know, the person was a big part of taking care of the person. The person was obviously left to their, their family to take care of. But all the friends that was pouring them drinks was gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and wondering, like, oh, this person was an alcoholic. Now that it affected them or now that they looked at it. But they never took accountability for pouring them drinks. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm the guy that would probably mention and bring up that uncomfortable topic at a time where we all out there having a good time because he shouldn't be drinking. Yeah. He should learn to have a good time. Whether we're social yeah, drinkers. Not I'm not saying everybody that drinks is alcoholic. No. But they were able to control themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas he was out of control. Mm-hmm. So he needed that push. He needed somebody to really put it out there. But guess what? 
They continued to pour his cup. That guy yelled at the guy that actually said something, actually jumped on him and punched him in the face. And that guy, you know, had to move on. And these this group still stayed together, mm-hmm. you know, and, and was just alcoholics together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, you have to really look at, and I'm not going to even, they weren't alcoholics together. That guy would continue to be alcoholic. They continued to drink with him. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. As they had their own life. And they'll call them up when it's time to party. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, you really have to look at the dynamic. And we got to look at the trends we're setting. And somebody has to say. Somebody has to start with the start with the uncomfortable discussions. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to put them out there. Everybody's always talking about time and place. The time is when something's being done wrong. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't have the courage to actually mess up the whole mood and actually get kicked out of a party. Mm-hmm. But you get kicked out and leave that food for thought. Mm-hmm. You show the people that you love them and get that and give them that food for thought. Mm-hmm. Show people that you you know you want to hold them accountable and get that 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 or food for thought. Challenge them to be their best person to be the best person they could possibly be. Definitely, because just because you join a positive group. People are going to, there's not a lot of, you know, I would say there's a lot of good people out there, but not a lot of great people who are willing to dedicate themselves to understanding and are willing to challenge, not just dedicate themselves, but willing to challenge other people. Because I mm-hmm. think that's where it gets a little weird, yeah. where you're like challenging other people and it feels like you're infringing your views on them. When really education is a big infringement. It's infringing your views on somebody else. Absolutely. It's just about education. So. Once somebody is educated, they make different, they make informed decisions, Mm -hmm. meaning that's a valued opinion. So you really got to think of what you're doing when you're doing it and how much you're invested in actually changing people's lives. And it's not easy in the beginning, but it gets easier as you continuously do it. But I think if most, like, I think so many people are so self-centered that they go in with the mentality of this can't happen to me. Right. Mm -hmm. So say I talk about you to whoever. Right. And me and the other person's friends, and they're thinking, well, we're so cool, and we have such a, this big connection that there's no way that this person would be talking behind my back to somebody else. Definitely. You know what I mean? Instead of looking at what's being, what's happening and saying, you shouldn't be talking about anybody behind their back, me, you, anybody else. So if you have an issue with this person, you should be able to address it. You Definitely. know, like, I, I think, you know, a lot of people do that as well. They have this idea that because they're in the cool zone at that moment, that stuff can't happen to them. I think if we held people accountable for what they're doing, regardless of who's happening to, I think people would, I think it would be harder for people to, 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 to do things like that. I think people avoid, I mean, to piggyback on what you're saying, I think people avoid like controversy. Yeah, they do. So I think they know this person's going to talk about them possibly. I think they do know. No, I, I, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people know. I think there's a small portion that's in denial. I think a lot of people know because they don't trust the person. I can guarantee you ask them. They don't trust them. But guess what? They like something that they, that person brings to the table. And it's a group. So they, they actually like that person talking about that person, the person that's actually sitting and listening is adding is the relationship It's adding to the relationship. So they like to hear gossip. That person provides gossip. And then this next person provides gossip, and they all interact open negative of negative negativity. So it's it they know they're aware of it, but they they don't want to they want to continue to be fed the gossip. So they continuously they, they continuously hang with the person because they want to continuously be in the loop of the gossip. Once they stop wanting the gossip, they know what that person is doing. Well, like, Are they really surprised when that person says something about them? I mean, you're not surprised, but that's one situation, right? Or like that that's you know friendship or. 
when you go into like the the the, the realm of of relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's guys that you 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 meet like a a person like maybe the opposite sex that's interested in you, right? Things don't quite work out. They move on with life, but they still are wondering how things would be if they were messing with you, whatever the case may be. So they still continue to reach out to you and they still continue to, you know, text you and kind of check in on you, see how you're doing. But yet their new girlfriend don't know that this is happening, right? So we know that's a whole, that's a whole different topic. But what I'm saying is that if more people would like, but most women would suck it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and allow their ego to be stroked and, and kind of like, oh, well, it's bigger. You know, it, it's- that's why I said it's, it's a different thing, because in this situation, you're talking about the individual. We're talking about groups and how groups are oh, made off of neg- okay, negativity versus made off, yeah, yeah, made off of positive being, you know, in a positive place. But, you know, since Jerry took us off track, we're going to now, you know, I would I kind of want to end the podcast on that note. And I just want to say, you know, like really. Be unafraid to have positive groups. Be unafraid to be, quote unquote, a clone or like minded. Be unafraid if it's actually a benefit to not just you, but the community you live in and your friends. I mean, it's it's important to have people around you that actually you know for sure they're in your best interest. Yeah, if it's pushing in the right direction, then what's the problem? There's nothing wrong with saying that, yeah, you know, I'm doing something because X, Y, and Z brought it to my attention and it is making my life better why not definitely so you know i'm aziz i'm jerry and this was a accountable love